If you're interested in making a podcast like I did with The Big O Show, I want to tell you about the free Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast today. They have tons of creation tools that allow you to edit and record from your phone or your computer, and they handle the distribution for you so you can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Big O Show. My hope for this podcast is that you leave informed, but more importantly, inspired. And just like that song said, this is going to be the best day of your life. If you have that mindset, you're already halfway there. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Big O Show podcast, a podcast about sports, motivation, and life hosted by yours truly, Ryan Anka. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Big O Show podcast. This is the fourth episode in this podcast history. If you're new to this show, um, I am your host, Ryan Anka. I will talk about a little bit of everything, mainly about sports, or some type of motivational um, sports story and do a deeper dive into uh, motivation itself. I'll also interview some uh, people I know, including friends, famous people, or things that I find uh, inspiring or motivating because that's the whole point of this podcast. It's not to uh, bring division to anybody. It's meant to inform and inspire uh, everyone out there to achieve something greater than themselves and also greater than uh, they once thought. My personal hope is that I leave this world a better place than it was whenever I came or that at least one person was inspired or motivated because of something I said or did for them because at the end of the day, I truly know what you say to someone is temporary but how you make them feel is forever. But anyways, if you don't know who I am, I am in my late 20s. I am a high school coach in Pensacola, Florida, who recently got married since coronavirus hit the United States. Um, I truly love what I do, and I hope to inspire and motivate everyone that I come in contact with. This uh, podcast was something I thought about doing for years and was finally motivated to do when I had a surplus of time due to the quarantine that we all were just in and are still fighting our way through. All right, so as far as sports topics and updates from this past week, uh, as I talked about last week, the Bundesliga is back and in full swing. They had a few games left uh, in their season, and they decided that it was the appropriate time over in Germany to uh, resume play. Uh, my wife and I spent Memorial Day weekend uh, with her family, and uh, we actually watched the uh, Bayern Munich game uh, where they had 13,000 uh, cardboard cutouts uh, put into the stands. Now, everything I read, I couldn't find out who the 13,000 uh, people were. 
I assume they were either random citizens or maybe fans or something like that. And during the TV broadcast, I know they pumped in crowd noise to help, uh, you know, enhance the uh, overall experience. Uh, it didn't look too weird to me. It's kind of actually comical when I first saw it. Um, it looks kind of like some cheesy graphics you see uh, in older video games or in the early 2000s. But I think it is uh, more of the norm, or at least for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, I think more teams and more leagues will start to utilize these uh, cardboard cutouts or some type of uh, graphics or something to fill the void of where fans were. I saw they also had uh, random sponsorships and things. It's a way for uh, teams and clubs to make up uh, lost revenue, which I think can be a very good thing. Uh, in the NHL, they uh, came out, I believe on Wednesday, and said uh, despite having 100 plus regular season games uh, left, they decided that when and if they return, they're going to go straight into a 2014 playoff in order to give uh, all teams a chance to uh, make a run. The uh, top eight teams in the entire NHL will have a bye and they will proceed through a bracket style tournament. Uh, they are planning to have two hub cities to contain these players. Now, what that does is obviously move players from their hometown or where they play usually, and uh, it isolates them for the duration of the playoffs or until their teams are done. I know several leagues are looking at things similar to this, such as the NBA. Um, they have discussed having two sites uh, for the rest of their uh, regular season and or playoffs. They haven't come out to say if they're going to finish the last few games of the regular season or just jump right into the playoffs. But the two sites that they're exploring are uh, Orlando, in particular Disney World, because they think they have enough uh, hotels and things of that nature that they could host the uh, teams on the East Coast. And the other site would be in uh, Vegas because they have the same kind of uh, setup to where they could host and uh, play games. They already have the uh, summer league for the NBA is already played in Vegas. So it's really not anything new, especially if there's not any crowds, there wouldn't be any, any worry about uh, anything like that. I saw one theory, uh, this hasn't been confirmed yet, but they could possibly change the uh, playoff bracket from having an East and a West to just a one through 16 uh, seeded tournament, similar to March Madness. Obviously, they would still play a uh, series or an abbreviated series. Uh, this wouldn't be a long-term fix, but it would be a one-off that would provide uh, entertainment and something new and fresh, uh, especially given the time period that we are in. I also saw that NBA team said if they don't go with this uh, two-site location, which looks like the more likely option, if teams somehow are able to play in their uh, home arenas, uh, similar to the Bayern Munich, uh, they are going to have uh, cardboard cutouts uh, made, but this is kind of cool. They're, they're going to ask for selfies or pictures of their season ticket holders and place their pictures in their said seats. So now if you see the Greek freak or LeBron James going to dunk or shoot the ball and that's like where you would normally sit, you'll be able to see yourself in the background, although it's a cutout, it's still better than nothing. Um, where we stand right now with the NFL, we are about 100 days away from the start of the regular season. Uh, if it does not start on time, it'll be the first time that the season has been delayed in NFL history. 
Uh, now in 2001, the NFL season took a two-week hiatus due to 9-11, but that was after they actually already played the first regular season game. Um, so uh, we don't know yet if the season will be delayed. Um, if it is delayed up to a month, they talked about moving the first four games of the regular season to the end of the season. This would push the Super Bowl back from the first week in February closer to President's Day weekend, which is something they've been talking about for years uh, that they would want to do. This would allow the NFL to take up almost a whole nother month of the uh, calendar year, but it would also allow um, for a Super Bowl slash President's Day weekend, uh, which would give everybody that Monday off after the Super Bowl. As far as the MLB goes, uh, Major League Baseball has not come out to say anything right now. They're kind of in a wait and see uh, negotiation uh, between the owners and players about pay scales. They've already uh, implemented a 50% reduction in their pay, but they're talking about making an even steeper cut in those uh, paychecks going out to those players. You know, while some people make 20 or 30 million, there's a large amount of players that make the league minimum, which would be a far, far less amount. So that's kind of where they're at. They have not even talked about possibly resuming um, or not resuming, but starting their season. They were, they were supposed to start in April. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, they would need about two to three weeks to rev things up before they could start playing. Uh, right now, the hopeful start date would be sometime in the first part of July. So that's about it for uh, sports topics and things that I found interesting or intriguing or possible updates of uh, returns in uh, those leagues. To recap last week's episode, uh, we talked about passion and chasing your passion in life and going after things that you are passionate about. One of those uh, things that I keep going back to revolving around your mindset and uh, things that we've talked about in the past. Um, you know, if you are not enjoying what you're doing in life, maybe you're doing a job or a career that you may not love, but you have bills you have to pay. And I 100% get that and understand that, you know, you should still try to pursue something that you're passionate about. You know, passionate things sometimes lead to uh, monetary rewards. But at the end of the day, we all know if you're doing something for money, you're not really going to love and enjoy it. So if money comes from your passion or your career, that's awesome, but it shouldn't be the end all be all because it should be something that is put on your heart, something that you truly love and want to change in this world. And like I mentioned before, one of my passions uh, is talking about sports and trying to motivate those. And I accomplish that through coaching at the high school level, but I'm also trying to reach more people that I don't coach uh, through this podcast. So this is my example of what I'm passionate about and what I want to try to accomplish. So hopefully uh, you guys got a lot of value from that uh, last week. Once again, uh, the numbers for this podcast keep growing each and every week. And I'm grateful that you guys are all enjoying this and sharing this podcast. It's available uh, everywhere. I even started a YouTube channel and put it on there. But uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you found it. And once again, I am grateful for that. So for this week's message, I want to talk about 2% and uh, why that number is so valuable to me and so important to me and hopefully uh, you can get something from that. So the origin of 2% uh, for myself, I use it as a personal uh, motivational sign uh, every time I see it or write it on my hands 
or a piece of paper or something, I'm reminded of the story and I kind of use it as uh, fuel. So uh, what is the story you may be asking and I'm about to tell you. So the origin of 2% uh, starts my freshman year in high school uh, in a science class. I'm not going to put the teacher on blast uh, or put her name out there because that's not the uh, point of the message. The point is actually uh, motivation and uh, fuel as I used it, or at least that's how I used it. Uh, so anyways, the uh, teacher, like I said, I don't think she meant ill will by it, but I think uh, her message was uh, had good intention, but I think her delivery of the message uh, was misconstrued or she did just not deliver she didn't deliver it the way I think she should have. So um, I was not the best student uh, my freshman year of high school. You know, like most kids, you're trying to fit in and do all kinds of sorts of things. I was uh, involved with sports, played football, basketball, baseball, did a little bit of everything. Uh, but my grades were good, could have been better, of course. Um, but she told me um, that I should not play sports, and sports were uh, a waste of time, and that less than 2% of high school student athletes make it to college playing sports, specifically football. Now, were her numbers correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. 2% make it. But I wasn't going to allow a teacher or someone that I barely knew or had only known for a couple months at the time that she told me this. Uh, I wasn't going to let her opinions or her thoughts control me or tell me what I was going to do in life. And this was all the motivation I needed. You know, she uh, opened a door to something actually I hadn't ever looked at. You know, I was only 14 years old, so at the time I didn't look into uh, statistics and the likelihood of making it to college and maybe one day making it to the NFL, you know, a childhood dream I had. I just knew, hey, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to play uh, college football and then the NFL, and that was just going to be something that I was going to work for. For her to actually put a uh, face on it, for her to actually put a statistic on the actual likelihood of me accomplishing this goal, like I said, there's only two choices I could have had. I could have used it uh, and accepted it, or I could have used it as fuel. And obviously, I'm here talking about it today because I did the latter. I uh, wrote it on my hands, I wrote it on my gloves, uh, you know, every game day I would write it on my hands, left and right, just to look at all day to let it fuel me and build me and to allow it to uh, just, you know, stay in the front of my mind. It added pressure to myself, yes, but, uh, you know, I think it did more uh, good than harm. And uh, actually, whenever I signed my college scholarship, I went back to this teacher uh, because my first high school closed down. That's a whole nother story. But my first high school closed down after my freshman year. So the teachers kind of split up, as did the students. Uh, but after I signed my scholarship, I went back to find this teacher and uh, confront her about the 2% thing. She vaguely remembered me, but she didn't really remember the 2% thing. And uh, she was very happy that I uh, you know, accomplished whatever I set out to do and uh, she apologized for maybe her misconstrued message or method of her message. But uh, now that I'm a little bit older, I'm actually really grateful that uh, you know, this high school teacher had the impact that she did on me. At the time, I, you know, I resented her, I didn't like her, to be honest, I, I hated her. Uh, because I thought, you know, she didn't believe in me. She never thought anything of me, you know, but in your mind, you start to allow 
things or you create scenarios that uh, you know attract certain thoughts and feelings like if you want to see negativity you'll you'll see negativity you want to see positive things you'll see positive things you uh, what you seek out is what you'll find and that's another thing I wanted to talk about which is the law of attraction uh, whether you feel like it's true or not it's a pseudoscience thing uh, which means that it's not proven by a scientific method or scientific fact but a lot of people just accept it or feel like it is proven by fact uh, some people think it's made up I kind of think it's not I mean for the most part I feel like if you think positive thoughts and attempt to do positive things good things will happen to you in life and uh, you know I stand by that 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 saying so uh, 2% that's kind of like my thing you all have something like that I'm sure maybe you don't have that competitive fire or edge like I do but I promise you have something in your life that you can use as motivation or fuel or uh, just inspiration to kind of get you through whatever you're going through and remember if you're not chasing your passion what are you really doing in life so uh, law of attraction and 2% what you seek you will find and what you try to find you will seek so for your quote of the week this week it is a goal without a plan is just a wish if you want something to happen you need to go out there and make a plan make a course of action to accomplish the plan and what you put in is what you'll get out so i challenge you this week to figure out, do some self-evaluation, figure out what you want from this world, what you want from this time, what you want to do in life, what you're truly passionate about. Come up with a plan and just go for it. Go out there and make today the best day of your life.